Hi, I'm Sebastian Volney, and this is The Sustainable Fashion Wingman, the podcast exploring the brands, innovations, and careers making fashion more environmentally and ethically friendly. Hope you're enjoying listening to the podcast and have subscribed. Why not invite your friends and colleagues to follow along too? There are a lot of episodes coming your way. And if you'd like to connect to like-minded professionals in the ethical fashion space, why not connect with me over on LinkedIn? Now we're getting stuck in to season five of the podcast, and this is episode two. And as you know, we're all about discovering innovative, insightful approaches to shopping, working, and living more sustainably. Today's episode is no exception. It's often been said that finding sustainable alternatives when clothes shopping is still a challenge and an obstacle to consumers' ability to make better choices. Well, today I have with me the co-founder, Fatima El-Rashid, to discuss Shade, a new technology designed to make finding those alternatives much easier. So how does Shade help you dress more sustainably? Well, let's find out. Hi, Fatima, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Sebastian? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. I'm kind of enjoying the, the warmer weather we're starting to have this weekend. Same, actually. Nice. Looking forward to it. Um, you're based in London, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. As well. Same as me. Uh, it's good to have you on the, the podcast and to chat with you. I was really fascinated when I was first introduced to the concept of shade. So I'm pleased to have you here to talk to talk to us more about how that works and how it helps break down those barriers to sustainable shopping. So first things first, really, as I, I want to find out, of course, because your background isn't actually in uh, fashion or apparel. How did you decide to move into the clothing sector and specifically looking at solutions to sustainable fashion? Uh, you're right. It's not in uh, it's not in fashion. None of us are actually in fashion. So my background is actually in environmental science and data analytics. I have two co-founders. Jenny is product design and Sila is sustainability engineering. Um, and so we met four to five years ago in innovation design engineering. And that's really when the idea of Shade was born. And so at the time, I was subscribed to a sustainability magazine. And so I analyzed every bit of data that was in there. And my co-founders would often ask me, you know, for recommendations on where to buy, you know, a particularly made, sustainably made, sorry, product. And I'd go through the magazine's issues and I'd give them my recommendations. And at that time, it was just before COVID. So, you know, we were indulging in a lot of retail therapy. And H&M, what was it again? H&M's Conscious Collection and it was front and center of every single search result that came. And that's where fashion became our focus. And so we had that recommendation system in place between us. Um, and it kind of worked, but it took a lot of effort, you know, to, uh, you know, look up the sustainability of brands while shopping. And so especially trying to find alternatives. And that's when we realized, you know, we could use technology. We could use our background um, to get it to do it for us. Yeah. Wow. So that was a bit of a light bulb moment during lockdown, of course, while you were indulging in your retail therapy too. A hundred percent. Fantastic. Um, so tell us so tell us more about Shade. What is it and you know, how does it help people shop more sustainably? So Shade is it's really like a search tool to be able to find sustainable fashion. What we we realized really was that there were two main challenges when it came to shopping more sustainably. And so one was around awareness and one was around accessibility. Um, people aren't aware of the impact of fashion. And that's why podcasts like Sustainable Women are so important because it's really, you know, changing consumer behavior to be more mindful. Um, But then there's also that issue of wanting to buy sustainable fashion, but not being able to find it, which is where accessibility comes in. And so what we realize is that right now there are three ways to find sustainable fashion online. 
you know, the default has always been by word of mouth and that's sort of evolved, you know, to searching on Google and now shoppers turn to marketplaces, you know, to find sustainable fashion. And you can think of shade really as that next layer up because it's able to turn every single website into a platform where you can find, you can compare and you can buy sustainable fashion with no effort required by the shopper. Um, and so what it does is it shows you the rating of brands in real time while you're shopping and it gives you a wide choice of sustainable clothing to choose from. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. See, that is really impressive. And I don't think I've heard of anything else quite like mm -hmm. it. So it's a new level or a new kind of uh, a way of approaching sustainable shopping. Um, did you did you find that there was any kind of challenges in developing something like this? Um, how did you kind of you know get around those challenges of, of something so unique? Yeah, um, COVID. COVID was a big challenge for us, and it was really for two reasons. It halted momentum, I guess, you know, uh, on adopting eco-conscious, like an eco-conscious mindset. And the other was how people were shopping online, actually. So, you know, the reason why we made Shade a desktop uh, browser extension was because most people were shopping on their desktop. But after COVID, technology advanced and people started moving to their phone. Um, what was interesting, though, is that people still made purchases on the desktop. And so that was good for Shade because, you know, that's kind of where we nudge people to take action in that moment of decision making. And so in some ways, yeah, it, it helped us a lot actually to grow. Yeah, I think um, COVID was a challenge for many, many people, uh, many businesses, especially startups. Uh, so you, it's a desktop app. Would you would you look at moving it to mobile in the future, maybe? Yeah, it's something that we're working on actually at the moment. Um, something that's more mobile friendly. Um, yeah, on the go browsing. Yeah. Yeah, sounds ideal. Have you found any similar tools on? I I don't know of any, but have you found any similar tools on the market that do with a job like this? Yeah, there are, um, there are similar tools out there, you know, to find sustainable fashion, especially so actually over the last several years. But I guess what makes Shade quite unique is that we recommend products, not brands, most focus actually on brands. And we also take it that step further of, you know, recommending something that's of a similar style, which was important for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and where do you find, so the tool refers to Brands. So you're on, a, you're on a site, you're looking at a, a product and it will, you can click on the extension and it will take you to a, a similar product of a more sustainable brand. Where do you find these brands that the tool refers to? Yeah, so, you know, we, we, we really considered like, where can we find a brand? Because, you know, um, it's, it's very difficult, I guess, to be going and searching for different ones. And so after careful consideration, we decided you know, we chose brands that were rated uh, good or great by Good On You. And so there's this big rating directory um, out there and they evaluate a brand sustainability based on public data. And that's what was important for us. Um, it's also worth mentioning, we don't recommend just one product. I think the beauty of it is that we recommend multiple and you can just kind of scroll through them and see which ones you like. Um, and then you get taken to the brand if you like something. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And you mentioned um, that the the ratings kind of come from good on you. Do you conduct any kind of audits yourself to kind of just assess their sustainable and ethical credentials? Yeah, so what we do is we, 
go and try to cross-reference it to other credentials that are, sorry, other systems that are out there. So you've got the Fashion Transparency Index as well. There are a lot of certifications around, around um, that, that brands put out. So this is sort of our way to kind of audit it. Yeah. Okay, so you collate that from across different uh, sources of information. And I know there's a rating system used on, on Shade. Uh, which is unique to Shade and obviously um, carries across all the different brands and products that, that the, the tool refers to. How did you how did you come up with that specific kind of rating system? Um, so we so again we don't actually do the data. So we take the data from Good on You. But what we realized though is that it's so hard to it's tedious having to go through all of the information. So our rating system is it's just a bunch of stickers, really. Um, we were talking to users about it, like what's the best way to that you'd like to see the information? And they wanted it to be visual. Um, so we created these stickers. It's sort of a traffic light system. You know, you can see it on the spot. It's easy to comprehend when you're seeing it. And the other big thing for us was to use language that was not discouraging. Um, a lot of people feel so guilty when they're, you know, when they're searching and they see something like, oh, you should be doing this or this better, you know. So we wanted to keep the language um, unbiased, not misleading, not discouraging. Um, and that's okay. the components. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And <clears throat> how do you ensure kind of, you know, that these these rating systems are accurate? What, what, what are the different ways of doing that, that you're doing that? Um, I mean, that's that's a that's a tricky one. Um, so I think the, uh, the good thing I would say about good on you specifically, and the reason why we went, uh, for that, for their data was because they're very transparent. Um, they only rate and evaluate based on public data that is out there for a brand. Um, and then they also, you know, compile that and they verify, you know, against other third party indices like the fashion transparency index that I was talking about, but also, you know, certifications and accreditations like, you know, uh, fair trade, fair uh, wear foundation, cradle to cradle. Um, they had the most holistic approach to creating a system. And um, I guess everything then also depends a little bit on uh, sort of trust and, and the accountability that they hold. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if I was to go online shopping, uh, which platforms would I expect the, the shade extension to work on? Uh, oh, everything. <laughs> oh, everything. Any, yeah, any, so, any, any uh, website. Yeah. So you can go really onto um, any website. It can be, honestly, it could be on any shopping website. So you can be on Farfetch, you can be on Netaporter, ASOS, Zalanda, Urban Outfitters, um, you name it, Shadeworks. <laughs> oh, wow. Amazing. Okay. So it's essentially like, so it's like an AI search engine, like you said, that works with images. Does it, so it works on shopping sites. Would it work on like, uh, if it was an image on Pinterest as well? Yeah. It can detect yeah. any image anywhere on the web. Pinterest, Google as well. You have an image, click on it. We'll find you something similar. Oh wow, that's amazing. that's actually really handy. I'm sure people will use that quite a lot. And what sites, like how many brands do you have? How many? You know, where would it take you to? So at the moment, we're recommending from I think just over 300 brands oh, um, that are rated good or great. Yeah, um, 
we hope to expand, obviously, to get to get more brands uh, on board. That also then is interesting with that because, you know, there are a lot of brands that are small. A lot of sustainable brands are very small in size. They're new and they're, you know, they're, they're emerging. That also means that they're unable to get, for example, pay for specific certifications. And I think this is this is a place that we're starting to explore and to do research in of like, okay, well, how can we how can we better assess them and bring them onto the platform that we have? Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. And do you do you communicate with the brands in any way to kind of collaborate? Do you say, look, we want to bring you onto the platform, um, you know, there's a fee or something or, you know, or, or we'll just promote you. How does that work? Um, we don't charge them a fee. I mean, we're still early stage as well. So, you know, it's it's only in beta. It's out there. We're testing the technology. But the plan is, is what we want, what we're providing them is an opportunity to put their products in front of a, in front of shoppers without having to pay all of that marketing and promotion and all of the costs that they would normally allocate to that area. Um, we, you know, we have a lot of brands that come and they, they engage with us, they want to be on the platform. And so at the moment, we're trialing a bit of a more of like a commission on sales and seeing how that works. Okay, that's interesting. So that helps kind of fund fund what you're doing. Yeah, but it'll always remain the the extension will always remain free for the user. Of course, yeah. of course, of course. And does the extension work on any kind of web browser, or is it just like Chrome, for example? For the moment, it's Chrome. Um, but we hope to be um, browser agnostic soon. Okay, okay. And obviously, you said you know you're in the beta stage; it's early stages. What's the progress been like so far? You say you've got over 300 brands, so that's actually quite quite a lot already for early days. Uh, has it been well received by brands and customers? Are you getting much feedback? Yeah, I mean, I would say just in, in general, it's been good. Um, we, we were lucky enough, I guess, to get... Uh, we generated a lot of buzz, and we did this through uh, awards. So we started winning. We won Fast Companies World Changing Ideas Award, and that's what really started fast-tracking it and accelerating everything. Recently, we won the People's Choice Award for Women in Climate Tech and Sustainability. Oh, wow, congratulations. Thank you. That's validation that people um, people are using it. They think it's great. Um, yeah, and then obviously there's the feedback through people actually using it. Uh, they They like to send us you know, suggestions of how to improve. And that's, I guess, that's the, I mean, I guess that's the most important part of our relationship. But of course, you know, we have also our ups and downs. Um, you know, we're offering a very convenient way to shop. So, you know, it's not convenient when suddenly a bug emerges. Um, but of course, that's the beta. And then, sorry, from the brand side, yeah, it's been good, good traction. You know, their issue is that it's hard for them to be discovered or, or visible and all of that noise. And yeah, shade makes it easy and effortless. That's um, brilliant. And and is it? Have you been marketing this across just the UK, or is it kind of going global or anything like that? <laughs> marketing that is an area we really don't know how to do. Um, oh right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have I should have said that actually as well as part of the challenges. Right. It's been organic growth so far. We we focus a lot on the UK, and then actually we've been looking at brands and consumers in the US actually because there's been a lot of people downloading from the US. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you are getting, so it does work in the US. It does work. It works. Anyway. Yeah. 
Mr. anywhere. Mobile. Okay. Oh, fantastic! That that is very that's very helpful. Obviously, and obviously good for you as well to grow to grow the brand. So a lot of people have been downloading it in the US, and that's quite positive as well. I find there's a lot more sustainable brands and businesses over in the US, so that's yeah. a positive. How do you? Is there any way of kind of like analyzing? Uh, and reporting on the impacts being made to people's shopping habits through using shade. Yeah, um, that one's always so tricky. Um, being able to measure the the impact of a change of changes in consumer behavior, right? Um, but the way that we're measuring it, what we measure as success, is by the number of purchases that we're able to divert away from buying an unsustainable product to a sustainable product. So basically every every diverted transaction means that a consumer has taken climate action really. Um, and so far it's been good. You know, we found that three out of four people that look uh, look at recommendations actually after seeing a product that's unsustainable. And around one out of four would actually go on to clicking on the recommendation and being redirected to the brand site. Um, for us, that's a win. And I really, I suspect that number is going to go up, you know, when we improve our recommendations as well. That's, yeah, that is amazing. That's incredible. I think marketing would obviously really push that into, in front of the consumer. Obviously, it's something you said you're working on. Um, <laughs> I know it's, it's hard. Not the it is hard. It is hard. Marketing I know. is I, harder I, than building technology. <laughs> absolutely. It's all about, you've got something amazing, but it's getting it out there so other people know it's amazing as well. I absolutely agree with that from my own perspective, isn't it? And <laughs> With, with um, I think this is incredible because obviously if I was to go on a fast fashion or well, a non-sustainable website, brand now or marketplace, I could literally just click on this extension and you would be able to tell that I've actually been swayed away from shopping on that site to a more sustainable option. Exactly. I, I think that's incredible, that kind of reporting power there to see how much impact you are making and how much of a difference you're making is is amazing it's it's very valuable yeah and like i said it is early days is there any kind of new features you're looking or expansions you're looking to do that you can share with us at the moment (laughs) we're working on a lot at the moment i would say um uh with the extension itself you know we're adding new filters so right now we have a price filter in place so you can sort you know the recommendations by price which was very important for our users and Soon we're planning on, you know, introducing our location filter. So you're not suddenly recommended, you know, you're in the UK and getting recommended products that are sold in the US. Um, And then eventually we'll have other filters coming out like size. Um, What else are we working on that I could share? A mobile friendly version. I think I mentioned that one before. Uh, We've been, you know, working on the use of text AI um, for the last few months now. And so, you know, with the popularity now of ChatGBT, yeah, it feels like the perfect time to introduce something new. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so if you click on, um, you say you've got about 300 brands at the moment, and but you're, you're product focused, you said. So if you click on, say, a jacket on some site and it takes you, it will give you a list of like a, maybe a dozen perhaps jackets that are similar. Does it focus on uh, material, color, things like that? First, uh, at the moment, it, it focuses on being a similar style. So this is sort of what we found as the first step. Okay, if we can if we can recommend something that's of a similar style, then eventually we can also add the filters, like you know, being able to choose by material. Um, 
the fun thing about the text AI one though is that you're gonna be able to type in like I want a witch dress for a summer party um and it has to be made I don't know from organic cotton and it will you know it'll be able to recommend based on that as well Oh, so the text one's a bit like, oh, I don't want to say it, but chat GBT uh, kind of version of, <laughs> exactly. of shopping. I mean, why not? It seems to be applied to everything these days. In, exactly. in just a few months, it's gone It's gone everywhere, hasn't it? Yeah. So that sounds incredible. So you can actually just type in what you want and it will give it to you. And it's yeah. also that also opens the door to more accessibility as well. So people who can't even see products online can, can find products by just typing in what, what they need or even probably speech talking in, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, that's yeah. kind of where uh, I was reading some something the other day about how, you know, uh, Gen Z rely more now on um, searching or via voice versus texting. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, that's quite cool, actually. <laughs> um, do you imagine Shade to expand into other sectors? Because it is obviously has a very kind of wide-reaching application uh, the potential there as well I can see would you expand into sectors like beauty products or things like that yeah I mean beauty definitely uh it is it's, it's an industry that we actually wanted to do um quite early on um, we realized that we need to stay focused um but definitely you know clean washing already is a big problem yeah I I, I do think it will be possible uh to do that with technology um, would that be trickier if as it's like how would you visually how would the tool visually identify a, a face cream for example right. hmm. I don't know yet okay <laughs> it'll probably use it yeah I think it'll use it in a slightly different way um, to right. how we you know do it with fashion but I know it's going to be possible because technology advances very very quickly so I'm sure something is going to come out Okay, that sounds yeah. interesting. We'll look, we'll, look, we'll look out for that. We'll watch this space for that. Um, and that would be would be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, well, Fatima, it's been an absolutely real pleasure to talk with you today. I'm really fascinated by the, by Shade. I'm going to have to, I haven't downloaded it yet, I'll be honest, but I will do. The thing is, I don't actually shop for clothes really anymore because that to me has been sustainable. Everyone else can, it's fine. But I need to, I need to download it because I really want to see how it works. And uh, maybe I'll give you some feedback as well. Yeah, please do. So yes, it's a fascinating piece of tech, very worth checking out. So if anyone is listening who would like to, uh, I'll put the link obviously in the episode description and I guess people can reach out to you as well on LinkedIn if they want to give you some feedback. Yeah, please reach out. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks again for everyone who's listening. Uh, this has been the Sustainable Fashion Wingman podcast and I'm Sebastian, helping you dress, live and work more sustainably. Mm-hmm.